Welcome to the Girl on Top Shallon XO podcast. I'm your host, Shallon Lester, and you might know me from my YouTube channel, where I analyze celeb relationships and scandals for the lessons we can take into our own lives. But here on the podcast, I answer the best questions you submitted over the past week. Welcome back to the podcast, Shalligators. Well, this week, we're going to kind of build on a loose little theme we've had over the last few weeks, which is toxic friends. I don't know what's going on. It seems like everything's thawing out. You know, the winter is ending. And what are we discovering under all that freeze? A whole bunch of shitty ass people. I've talked to a lot of you guys recently about cutting people out of your life and doing that sort of emotional spring cleaning. Like again, we've been talking about here the last few weeks, but sometimes people actually aren't as easy to get rid of as, you know, those sweaters that don't fit in the box of ugly shoes you're giving to Goodwill. Sometimes they don't want to leave your life. So what do we do if we're dealing with a friend who isn't exactly going gentle into that good night? Maybe their toxicity is rearing its ugly head. Maybe they're trying to ruin your reputation around town. How do you deal with this when you've done everything the right way. You're trying to be healthy and you're trying to deal with this in a healthy way and they're just not playing nice. Well, don't worry. I've actually been in a very similar situation recently. I'm gonna tell you what I did and we're gonna hear from a shalligator in particular who's dealing with this in a pretty extreme way. But before we get started, just wanna remind you that if you wanna talk with me one-on-one, head to my website, shallonlesser.com and click submit a question. You can also get a custom video from me if you wanna submit a question that way on cameo.com. And if you're out of the US, you can go to memo, M-E-M-M-O.com and find me over there. Also, if you would still like to come with me to Italy, girl, you know we're going to have such a good time. We are actually launching a second Italy trip. You guys here in the podcast are the very first to find out about this. Add your name to the wait list for the first Italy trip right down there at the link in the bio because the girls on the wait list are going to be the very first ones to get access to early bird pricing for our second Italy trip, which is launching later this week. I'm so excited. Like, you guys know how I feel about Italy. And if you don't, I feel about Italy the way I feel about like Shawn Mendes and Justin Bieber strongly. (laughs) Very, very strongly. Also, rating and reviewing this podcast really does help so much, as does sharing and subscribing. So if you like it here, feel free to stay. You know I'd love to have you. Okay, so this shalligator, Nicole, submitted a question to me, and I can tell that she's really just at her wit's end with this, and I'm so frustrated for her because, like I said, she's doing things the right way. Ah! Okay, So she said, my close friend has BPD and is always in conflict with someone. Usually I defend her, but recently I had this epiphany and I realized she is the problem and she's basically a bully. I called her out and surprise, surprise, I became her target and it has been bad. She's telling lies about me to cut me out of a friend group and all of this stuff. For a while, I chose the peace route and I quietly went my own way, but it seemed to backfire. She's now infiltrated my fiance's friend group and became friends with his friend's girlfriends and is pushing me out of that group too. I hate that this is affecting my fiance now and I just don't think that peace is an option anymore. Help me. Okay. I just want to tear my hair out for Nicole. I also want to tear up my hair out for a shalligator I talked to via Cameo and she has like had a really extreme situation like this toxic friend. She realizes she needed to cut her out. Long story short, she had to get a restraining order. It's been three months of 
crazy harassing emails from different email addresses, new phone numbers, because she's blocking the old one. She's blocking the email addresses. Again, like she's doing what she's supposed to. Now, hopefully you're not experiencing this kind of fallout to this degree. But you know what? In a small town or a small community or a small group, whether it's your coworkers or your sorority or whatever it might be, it really isn't always that easy to cut someone off, which seems so unfair because look, we're not even supposed to break up with girls in general, right? I mean, that's not what we're taught. That's not what we're told. We're supposed to break up with guys. Oh yeah, there's a million songs and you've got the playlist and you've got the bitchy text with your friends and we never liked them anyway, da, da, da. It's how it's supposed to go. I mean, it's not fun, but it is kind of the natural order of things. You get back on Tinder, you get back on Hinge, you get back out there. We're not supposed to break up with friends. I mean, I'm not. I'm an only child and you guys know that and I take my friendships very seriously. They're like my family. And I've said before, I don't have just friends. I only have best friends. I describe almost all my friends as my best friend because people are either in my life and they're my riders, my just my wing women, my besties, or they're not in my life at all. There's actually no real like shades of gray. There's girls I know and they're fine. You know, I see them at a party, they're fine but I don't even call them my friends. They're girls that I know. Yeah, they're my acquaintances. Oh, that cool chick. Oh, I know Chelsea. I know whoever. But if I say someone's my friend, they're a bestie and I go to bat for them. And so when I come to the point where I'm like, oh my God, I got to cut this person off. Like this isn't healthy anymore. Or maybe it's not a matter of healthy versus unhealthy. Just a season has changed. Maybe I'm moving more into being very focused on my career and they're just not there yet. They're having fun bartending and staying out all night. Okay, but we're on different pages. Maybe they've had kids and gotten married and they're kind of looking at my life being single and rocking and rolling with condescension. Okay, we're not on the same page anymore. But when it is someone toxic and you realize you do kind of have to break up with them, when you get the guts up to do that, to cut someone off, to have those really painful confrontational conversations that again, we are not taught to do as women. My degree from Cal Poly is in rhetorical criticism, argumentation, persuasion. (laughs) People hear that, they're like, you majored in arguing? They think I majored in like cry fighting and like smashing glasses against the wall and screaming and pushing and shoving. (laughs) And I didn't. I majored in like debate, basically. I mean, look what I do for a living. But I think I have more skills than the average bear to have these confrontational conversations. I mean, I have a degree in it and I still hate it. It is still agonizing because it goes in the face of everything we are taught by society. Be calm, be humble, live, laugh, love, choose kindness, gather, but first coffee. I just, all of these bullshit messages are designed to keep us from doing exactly this thing. Standing up for ourselves, confronting someone, saying, I'm sorry, your behavior actually doesn't fly with me. I don't care that we have history. I don't care that you're going through something. I don't care that at one time things were great. It's not great now. And look, Maybe my boundaries have changed and maybe I'm so unreasonable. But this is what it is. And I'm walking in the light of my own truth. And I can't walk with you. So it's just so galling and so deeply unfair 
when we do these hard things and we're being the right kind of person to ourselves and to them. You know, we're not just ghosting someone out. We're not talking shit about them all over town. We're moving on in a kind way, maybe with or without a conversation. And it blows up in our face. Like the alligator Nicole said, I tried choosing peace. I just went my own way, but it backfired. Oh, yeah, I know. So when she said this person has BPD, I don't know if she means bipolar disorder or borderline personality disorder. I mean, fucking tomato, tomato, whatever it is. I mean, she just might be a garden variety asshole, you know? Whatever it is, it ain't good. And it's manifesting in a really difficult way for Nicole. And you know what? I get it. So, like I said, this is something I've heard a lot recently with you guys, because I think we've come out of the pandemic, we're coming out of winter, and we're like, I've been reevaluating what's important to me. I've been reevaluating my peace of mind. Life is short. Tomorrow isn't guaranteed. Who am I spending my time with, my bandwidth, my energy? And so we are really looking at people through a different lens now. And we're seeing a lot of toxicity that maybe we were letting slide for a really long time. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. So look, Nicole, you could keep playing the peace route. You could keep icing her out and being non-reactive. And that might feel like you're losing the battle, but you might win the war. People like that, they do eventually run out of, of steam. But, you know, it can take a long time. And in the meantime, I mean, how many relationships of yours is she going to incinerate? Like, what will the cost be to you? So there is a time to pull back and just ignore someone completely. And there's a time not to. I mean, how much of your city is going to burn to the ground before you fight back against the enemy. You know, maybe they don't run out of steam. Like we said, there was another shalligator. Three months she's been dealing with this chick harassing her. She's called lawyers, she's called the police. Like, what are you supposed to do? I do believe in giving people enough rope to hang themselves. A quote that I love that I go back to a lot is from Augustine. The truth is like a lion. You don't have to defend it. Let it loose, it will defend itself. In this context, it kind of means that this skank's true colors will eventually come out, you know? But again, do you want to wait that long and what cost to all the other relationships around you? And you know, <laughs> some people don't ever get the memo about somebody toxic. I mean, I talk to those girls all the time too. I get just as many messages where it's like, can you not see that this person is a nightmare? They're a garbage person. It's like, no, I cannot see that actually. I think it's like fine. People like this chick, this toxic chick, we're gonna call her Crystal, as we call all toxic people. You know what, I'm so sorry if your name really is Crystal. I know several Crystals in real life and they're actually lovely, but you know, you know our character Crystal, we're just gonna go back to that, okay, for to give her some sort of a personality here. Some people never really do get that memo about somebody toxic and the Crystals of the world, they target people strategically. I mean, Nicole said herself, I defended her for a really long time. And I'm sure she has some sort of guilt about that. Like, fuck, like I was on this chick's team and making somebody else out to be the bad guy. And 
oh, now I'm the bad guy. So maybe I shouldn't have been quite so vociferous in defending someone who turned out to be actually the problem and actually the bully. I think a lot of us have had that feeling with toxic friends. I know that I have, where I've just been a rider for someone and I look around and it's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. And again, though, this is part of our hardwiring in society. Friends to the end, ride or die. Like, I don't want to ride and I don't want to die. I just kind of want to sit home. Like, do I need to do any one of those things? But again, we're taught that this is what friendship is. It has to be so extreme and you have to stand up for me no matter what. And but, 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 you're by my side even if I'm wrong. Why do I need to be by your side if you're wrong? Can I tell you, hey girl, maybe you're wrong in this situation. Well, if you're dealing with a crystal, <laughs> no. No, you can't. And so people like Crystal, they target, first of all, what should be our best quality, our empathy, our loyalty, and they turn it into our worst. They turn it into our weak spot and the target on our back. They use it against us. So remember when I said, I've kind of been in a situation like this? There's a girl in my friend group here, and she's kind of this de facto queen bee. Honestly, it's because she has the biggest house. I know, like that sounds weird, but look, the world revolves around money and money equals power, right? And she has the biggest house and she throws the biggest parties and the best parties. And so that she's got a lot of clout, like her and her husband are like a big deal. And because of this, I've noticed that she kind of goes through our friend group and decides to target somebody just maybe at random or she'll pin it to something very small, some small transgression that they might not even be aware of and she will spend six months in a fight with this person. Icing them out, not invited anything, won't speak to them. And these are people she was priorly BFF with. And because she has clout in this small town, people kiss her ass to try to get back on her good side. <laughs> Can you see where I'm going with this? I was public enemy number one recently for what reason I still don't know, but I was. And people, my other friends were like, oh, you know, you should go over to Jen's house and like, just talk it out with her. I said, I don't have jack shit to talk out. I didn't do anything. And if I did, she can come to me like an adult and say, hey, you did something that hurt my feelings. I don't respond to the grapevine. This is not how we deal with things. And so I put out a text to all of my friends, minus her on the thread. And I was like, look, for whatever reason, Jen is mad at me. I could honestly give a shit. I have real problems. I'm sure you guys do. I am not engaging in this one-sided feud. If she wants to be mad at me, she can be mad at me. I love you guys, I miss you, I don't wanna stop hanging out with you, but if she's someplace, I will not be there, okay? Be not because I'm trying to start a fight, it's the opposite. I wanna remove myself from this. I don't want you guys to have tension if we're at brunch. I don't want anyone else to get dragged into this. If I'm not wanted, I get it. I'm not wanted. That phrasing, was very important. It was not an accident. First of all, it positioned me as a victim. No, I know. I know. I know. Shallon. We're not victims. We're victors. Yeah, I get that. We are. We are. But beyond that, we are motherfucking war machines, aren't we? We are strategic. And if this is a war, war is won by strategy. Okay? So if she's trying to position me as the bad guy, like Crystal's trying to position Nicole, you know what? You flip the script. Hey, I am the bad guy. I'm the problem here. I'm the one nobody likes. So I get it. Message received. 
I'm going to remove myself. You won't have to deal with me again. No drama, no shade. I love you. My door is always open. I'm going to miss you. But look, I know when I'm not wanted. What are we doing? We are preying again on that hardwiring, aren't we? We are flipping it around to our advantage because again, women are hardwired for loyalty. So if you say, I know I'm not wanted, are you being a little bit of a martyr? Yeah, but you're faking it. Are you playing the victim role? Absolutely, but the ends justifies the means. Because what these other girls are gonna do is snap to attention and be like, Shallon, what are you talking about? Of course you're wanted. She's just being so silly. Oh my God, like Shallon's really gonna walk away from our group because Jen is like, gotta be in her bonnet about something? What the fuck? And that's exactly what happened because no one had stood up for themselves to this girl. Everyone else had kissed her ass. Oh, I'm so sorry, oh, please keep inviting me. I don't need you in to invite me to shit. I've been to the Met Gala. You think I need to go to your bitch ass house for pretzels? No, someone wants to bluff, which is basically what a fight is. Call the bluff. Great, I'm out, bye. Because what this also did, it positioned me as a victim in a strategic, helpful way, but it also positioned the other chick as a bully. Now I've removed myself. I am adding no further data, no further fuel to this fire. And this chick is just immolating herself. I've given her all the rope and boom, she hung herself with it. Because now people slowly but surely are gonna start to look at this chick Jen or the crystal or whoever it is you're dealing with and be like, damn, she's, she's just like driving, huh? She's driving people away, wow. Now look, not everybody will, not everyone will. There were definitely girls in the friend group who were like, yeah, Shallon, you were way out of line. Cool, bye. It was girls who said that were the ones who I didn't really like anyway. Like losing them was no skin off my back. The friends I really did value, who I really did not want to lose, I didn't. They saw things my way. I was actually taking the high road. Well, <laughs> I mean, I kind of wasn't. I was like, I was being very strategic and warlike, but it came off as me taking the high road. I know when I'm not wanted. I am sacrificing myself for the good of the group, for the peace of the whole, I will fall upon my sword and remove myself. I am the cancer here and I will cut myself out. So look, I told Nicole, call a meeting with your fiance's friends, girlfriends. Sit them down at dinner, clearly don't invite the crystal and be like, you know what guys? I understand that this, there's been a lot of tension and I understand that like, I'm the source of this. I am devastated by that. I love you guys. My door is always open to you. I miss you. I mean, you wanna pop by for whenever I would love to see you, but for your own peace, I'm gonna remove myself. And you know what, where this is stemming from Okay, now hold on, I gotta interject here. This is sort of a secondary thing that you can do. You don't have to add this next part unless you think it's going to be helpful. I don't know, you're gonna have to use your own judgment, whether or not you wanna throw Crystal under the bus. But if you do, this is what you say. I was Crystal's good friend for years. I defended her constantly. I defended her in situations that I now find myself on the other side of. But before this happened, you know, I, Hey man, life is short. We went through the pandemic. We went through all this stuff. And I looked around and I thought, Crystal is the architect of her own misfortune. 
She is the common denominator in all of this endless drama and the conflict. And you know what? Where I'm at in my life, I don't want that. I want peace. I want harmony. I want laughing and fun brunches and girls' nights. I don't want to fight. And I had to look in the face that Crystal, at the end of the day, does want to fight because she always gravitates towards that. Why? I don't know. I don't care. I'm not her keeper. I'm not her therapist. I don't care. I just know that that's not for me. I'm about a positive, inclusive friend group, you know? I want happy interactions. And she wasn't giving me that, so I decided to remove myself. I had a conversation with her, and honestly, it didn't go well. And I found myself in her crosshairs, and that's what brought us here today, you know? This is the culmination. And I hate to lose you guys in this process, but again, I don't want to bring any more drama to your doorstep. I know you're all busy. You're dealing with this. You're dealing with that. You don't need this. So respectfully, I'm going to remove myself. Again, you positioned yourself sort of as a victim, but not really. You're being victimized by someone, but you are getting out in front of that by saying, hey, I'm going to remove myself. And again, there's some people that you're going to lose. But if you don't stand up for yourself in this very strategic, manipulative, roundabout way, it's going to be a fucking bloodbath. You're going to lose everybody. You tried the easy way. You tried the sane way. Now, you try the strategic way. So what happened in my group is I removed myself, you know? I removed myself from the state of Montana. I was gone for like four months and that wasn't an accident. And when I caught up with my friends in between, we met up in a different place for a little girls weekend. I was like, you know what? Part of the reason I've stayed away is because of the drama with Jen. I don't need this. And I miss you guys terribly, but like, <sighs> I don't need this. I'd rather be alone and at peace than surrounded by fakes or always worried I've done something wrong and oh, I've got to walk on eggshells. For fucking what reason? For what reason? And that really drove it home with my friends. They're like, I had no idea that's why you were staying away so long. I'm like, well, I mean, it's part of it, but it's part of it. You know, that's, this is not how I comport myself. This is not how I conduct my life. And I think especially in like an insular group or a small town, like I said, a sorority or a coworker situation, we kind of get myopic about what's normal. You know, we forget that like, oh yeah, People shouldn't act like this. You can have that outsider mentality. And look, I am an outsider in this friend group. I'm from New York and I get real New York real quick. But I default to that. It's like, look, this isn't what we do in New York. Look, this isn't how I behaved in New York. And they're like, oh, wow. Oh, okay, yeah. She, she's a New Yorker. She just acts different. It shakes things up a little bit. But when you can take a stand, whether you're from someplace else or not, <laughs> if you can take a stand and be like, you know what? This isn't how I do things. I'm sorry. I guarantee you there are other people in this group who agree with you. I guarantee it. But even if there's not, then isn't that all the proof you need that actually, wow, fuck all these bitches. I do need to get out of this friend group. What am I, what am I doing here? Right? You don't want to have to lose people, but what did I just say? I'd rather be alone and at peace than surrounded by 10 fake friends who aren't my friends, who are mining everything I say for a reason to be mad at me, who are just looking to make me a target and to start drama. Those aren't friends. If that is how we define a friend, how on earth do we define an enemy? I mean, how much lower can we go?
And when you come to that point, letting go of people is pretty simple. Hey, maybe you only kept one friend out of that group and the crystal destroyed everything else. Okay, you know that the friend you kept is a real one. And you know all those other chicks who are just super willing to believe whatever this drama queen had to say, either they're target number one now, you know, they're just queuing themselves up to be a target for this bully, right? Or they're just kind of sheep, or they're fake friends, or they thrive on drama too. You don't need any one of those personalities in your life. You don't. So pull back and look at the most effective strategy. Choose peace, not for her, not for anyone else, but for yourself. And you know how we always say that we can choose peace or victory? Sometimes they really are one and the same. Sometimes you gain victory playing that long game strategically by choosing peace now and communicating it in a way that, again, positions you as this victimized person, which I mean you are, but also the bigger person by removing yourself from this situation. See who comes with you. And again, if the answer is no one, good freaking riddance. I hope you enjoyed this episode, Shalligators. Like I said, click subscribe, rate, and review. It really helps out. And if you want to join me in Italy, where you can meet some incredible non-toxic girlfriends, everyone comes by themselves on these Shalligator trips. We all end up besties. We all talk all day long. It's, it's fantastic. So if you need 20 new girlfriends, I got you, girl. Go ahead and click the link down in the bio, add your name to the waitlist, and be the first to know about our second trip launching ASAP. I'll see you later, Shalligators. Well, that's it for this episode of Girl on Top. Thanks for being part of the Shalantourage. If you have a love question you need some help with, find me on my website, shalanlester.com, and be sure to connect with me on Instagram at shalanxo, and subscribe to my YouTube channel. Stay sweet, stay savage. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.